0: The Starbucks Pistachio Latte will transport you to your happy place. The comforting flavor of pistachio, warm espresso and milk, all with a brown buttery topping, makes today a good day. Order ahead on the Starbucks app.
1: Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I270 and MD85 in Frederick, right next to long shots off track betting. Go to betfredsports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: I've been making music like this my whole life that's fun and weird and surreal and uh, but I do distinctly remember watching the MTV Music Awards in 90 two or three or something and watching all the grunge bands getting the awards and stuff and thinking, you know, that's great. I love these bands, but I wonder if we could lighten things up a little love <laughs>
2: And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin, with me as always is my brother Travis, and we are talking about the presidents of the United States of America today. Dude, I'm fucking stoked, man.
3: Yeah, this is one of those bands that like I never forgot about. You know, like, uh, this was one of the CDs that our older brother Spencer had in his collection.
2: Yeah, dude, I vividly remember looking, like, holding the CD case in my hand, looking at the cover, and flipping through the liner notes.
3: Yeah, it's like the little uh, animal, like, brass little statuettes playing some sort of ditty, you know? But, like, just like he said in that clip you just played, like, you know, I was listening to all these grunge bands, and, like, you know, we just wanted to do something different. Yeah. So, what's funny is, like among spencer's cd collection was all those other grunge bands that he's referring to you know smashing pumpkins stone temple pilots all that stuff so like there there they were among the among the grunge artists just like he was talking about
2: yeah man like he was saying uh i'm gonna quote lead singer chris Ballou here uh he said uh the timing was just right there was a, a hole in the cultural landscape for fun times to fall into and we fell into that hole So let's name off the roster real quick, uh, or at least the original lineup. So we've got Chris Ballou. He's the brains behind the band. Lead vocals. He wrote all the songs. He plays bass in the band. And then we've got David Diederer on guitar and Jason Finn on drums. So Chris and David actually met in grade school. It was a private K through twelve school in Seattle. So they had been friends
3: for a while. I think it's um perfect that they're from Seattle, right? Because that means they were they were in the grunge scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were part of it. Or at least they were most likely playing the same clubs and stuff like that. And oh yeah. You know, he was probably he was probably witnessing it as it was as it was happening you know
2: for sure yeah so here's a crazy story i just found out today man uh so chris bellew was roommates with beck in los angeles in the early 90s dude
3: that's fucking awesome (laughs) yeah um what are the what are the odds of that shit going down dude
2: and if you think back to beck's early stuff yeah like, he was into, he was playing the mo, the most bizarre, like, super, like, rootsy blues kind of stuff that you can think of. Right, yeah. And him and Chris made music together briefly. I want to hear uh, that shit. Under, under the names, you want to hear it right now, dude?
3: You have a recording of that? Yeah. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> Man, they should they should hook it back up and, and, and make another record together.
2: I was thinking that, too. Um, but if you think back to, um, so I did a. I think you were with me, Trav. I don't know if this was a solo sidetrack that I did, but I covered some of Beck's early stuff. It was right after we covered uh Sea Change, which is my favorite Beck album. But from around the around the 1 Foot in the Grave time, uh so early Beck stuff like early 90s, it was it was very bizarre. Well,
3: some of Beck's lyrics too, you know, all his really well-known songs, the lyrics are really wacky, you know. Very wacky. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah and and he was roommates with Chris Ballou, and they wrote music together. Uh, so, let's play a song from them. I wasn't going to play this, but I have it saved on my computer. How could you not? Uh, it's weird, dude. That's why, <laughs> like animal collective level weird. Okay. So here is a song of theirs called "Twig." <laughs> it's like that, you know?
0: Some my f*****g with a pill of buggy s**t Transcendentally looking at your me You're little chippy face down trippin' so damn hard Before I concern yourself It's cause I didn't make a car You drink a cup of dirty water and I literally body a frog 7 dollars and I'll pump it for a smile Pay on one people who let a new stand down And start with a smile Let him come over with a frowning just a drink in the wind in the wind. Twig, in the wind. twig in the wind, 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 all right. Woo-hoo! I'm happy here, I'm happy in a nappy little car. Spells and throws through dooms and throws and drunk in a bar. i take your board and let the sturdy genius machine. Spokes model dip, then refried beans and the slackers, Mr. Sacks, I'll take them down to the dump. Dusty, dusty, see what it takes to pay
4: at my pump.
3: I told you, man. Weird. <laughs> I guess I didn't, I didn't know exactly what to expect, but that's exactly what that would sound like, you know? Right? Yeah. Especially if this is them in college, right? It just sounds like a couple of friends fucking around with a microphone, you know?
2: Exactly. exactly what it was, dude. Um so I couldn't really figure out ex- the exact timing on when all this happened in relation to other things that went down between him and Beck cuz they shared an apartment in LA but Chris saw Beck now I think they were already friends by now but Chris saw one of Beck's shows in Seattle right before Mellow Gold came out and they for whatever reason Chris jumped up on stage and played a few songs with Beck and then he drove down to Olympia, so that's a good—I don't know—two two hours from Seattle or so. And Beck was gearing up to record "One Foot in the Grave," and Chris is actually laying down—he lays down, I believe, bass uh, tracks for "One Foot in the Grave." And then he went on tour with Beck uh, for Mellow Gold, so that was in—and that came out in ninety-four, ninety-five. So let's get back to that classic. Presidents of the United States of America sound. Um, I've got another clip. I'm just—it's just a quick one. I'm gonna play. It. It's from the same interview that I, I played for our intro. Here is again Chris Ballou talking grunge.
0: For me, when I put on Nevermind, I, I was—I was like, oh, okay. I was trying to do that for a long time, but I didn't have the angst, you know. But musically, you know, the chords, the melodies, <laughs> the dynamics—I was all about that. Um, and so when I put that on, I just went, oh, well, I don't have to make that record. Somebody else already <laughs> yeah. made it.
2: So, yeah, man, if you listen to Presidents, it's grunge, right? Right. Really, the only difference is the subject matter, like he was saying. Like, it's his stuff is more fun, surreal, and weird. It's not as, um,
3: you know, the, the guitar sound isn't exactly there. But, I mean, it's got the same energy. You know, I'd compare them, their sound at least... To like the Toadies or something like that. Which is not yeah. you know, on the on the scale, it's not it's not Alice and Jane's, but you know, it's also not smashing pumpkins. It's like sort of maybe in between.
2: Yeah, and that's a point that he makes as well. Like for early nineties music out of Seattle, all anyone ever thinks about is the grunge side. But he said, and I I can't think of all the name all the different artists that he mentions, but there's a whole other side to to Seattle rock in the early 90s and it's the more like party bands the more fun and lighthearted kind of stuff um and that's that's that hole that they fit into so travis i don't know if you remember this but this is always something that stuck out in my in my mind and it it's almost become like a like folklore uh that he played like a two-stringed bass the guitar player played a three-stringed guitar that's all true did you know that dude
3: oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, that's which was really interesting to me, um, but also part of part of the whole um, shtick, almost. You know, yeah, They're like he's playing a is it's it's a three string. They
2: call it a bass guitar and a git bass. So this was actually something that Baloo did in another band that he was in briefly, called the super group with a guy that he knew named Mark Sandman, who was the frontman, uh, and that was actually when that idea to kind of modify the bass and guitar that's when that originally uh happened that modified guitar playing was usually in uh drop d tuning but for presidents they played it even a, a half step lower than that in c sharp and then for the bass guitar the strings were placed in the d and b positions now that's kind of this is more technical for the for the guitar players out there but yeah, yeah yeah um so it was a really unique sound Really interesting stuff. Let's play a song, dude. Yeah, man. Let's get into
3: it here. Let's have some fun with the presidents.
2: Let's have some fun, man. So we're going to play songs from their self-titled that came out in 1995. So I'm going to play track four first. Now, this song, I just found out the story behind it today, and it makes me really happy, dude. So the song is called Stranger. Now, there's a, um, a... I think it's a weekly paper that comes out up here in seattle called the stranger uh i think maybe i'd say the equivalent maybe in dallas is the observer trav uh so there's a section in the stranger uh it's like an i saw you like you know like a i just missed you section yeah, so like yeah. A classifieds yeah um where like you saw someone and you didn't have the courage to talk to them or whatever so you post something in the classifieds hoping that they read it
3: yeah like you had on a purple blouse.
2: Yep, exactly. And
3: I had on a smile.
2: Exactly. Uh, so he literally just handpicked classifieds from The Stranger, and that's the lyrics for this song, dude. He didn't have any other input, so the way he put it, the citizens of Seattle wrote this song for me.
3: That's cool. Yeah, dude.
2: So uh, here is track four on The President's self-titled. This one is called Stranger.
0: You, Leonard Skinner hat, and me, little kitty, sat across with a velvet jacket, wild orange hair, and dark, dark eyes. I gawked like a 12 year old smitten. Carla the stripper Straight from LA You seem cool For a naked chick in a booth Let's be pals someday In other words Put some clothes on and call me I saw you It was incredible
2: I mean, it's so obviously just, uh, uh, you know, reading off the class, the, the classifieds.
3: Yeah. So I wonder if anybody, you know, the people that, that, wrote these, if they ever, you know, put the CD on and were like, wait a second. I was looking for the guy with the Leonard Skinner hat on.
2: I'm that stripper that he's talking about. Right.
3: <laughs> like, I wonder if Leonard Skinner hat and little kitty ever got together. And I wonder if the song had anything to do with it
2: talk about a platform yeah um and dude how like how perfect that the name of the publication is called the stranger it's right just, it's perfect for this song
3: yeah so like you know that chorus there where they sort of started screaming very um punk rock almost a little bit you know it's got a little bit of punk a punk flair but yeah, yeah like you said um it's 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 you know it, it sounds like the the kind of uh harder alt rock that was coming out around that time. It's not really yeah. on the grunge side but like it's somewhere in there. It's just the lyrics are so much like fun and goofy. And that's you know what this album is especially it's just it's just a hell of a lot of fun to sing along to, you know. Oh yeah, dude. Especially like peaches, man, everybody remembers peaches. Lump. That was a song that we introd in. They're just it's just a fucking blast, man, you know. Yeah,
2: and and here's the thing about Chris Ballou and these songs so most if not all of these songs were already written, and some of them he had been sitting on for years. So they just played shows, I think mostly just local shows, just nonstop before this came out. And that's kinda of where they got discovered was from one of their live shows. So really they were just taking that all that energy and performance from their live shows and recording it. So I mentioned this band he was in called Supergroup. This I thought was interesting, and this kind of speaks to to Chris as a songwriter. Uh, so again, frontman for this group, his name's Mark Sandman, and uh, it says here the whole idea behind supergroup was that they would come up with the song names while having a beer before the gig. Then they would make up the songs on stage during the show. So, and then they would also do what they called a super challenge. Where they would shout out words on stage, and then the other one had to make up a song on the spot using those words.
3: It's like freaking, uh, whose line is it anyway?
2: Yeah, that whole band was just to have a good time. And then, of course, Chris took that with his buddy Dave from school, and that's, and that's how Presidents was born. So they were a duo at first, and then uh, Jason saw them performing as a duo, as Presidents, and said, I, I got to be in this band. Like, whatever I got to do, I want to be your
3: drummer. And they became a trio. What have I been saying about three pieces, dude?
2: I know, man. You're right. You're totally... There's no arguing that, dude.
3: Because I feel like in order to be a really solid-sounding three-piece, they all got to be super tight as far as like... And like polished, you know. As far as, um, you know, the three of them working together and... What were the other three pieces we've, t- we've talked about? I think we had a, a couple on um, our What You Heard last week. So... Something about the three-piece band, man. Like, when when it's right, it's, like, perfect, you know?
2: Dude, I mean, I'm finding this out about... Like, I'm starting to cook a lot more. Hear me out. (laughs) Okay. Simple is always better, dude.
3: Always. yeah. Well, hey, man, what do they say? That's a classic uh, rule to live by in in graphic design and whatnot. Web design, like, less is more, you know?
2: Less is more with ingredients and and a recipe. Less is more with a rock band as well, man.
3: Yeah, because, I mean, you don't, you know... You're stripping out all the unnecessary bullshit. Yeah. You know, and everybody's got their part and that's it, you
2: know? Dude, and not only are they just a three-piece, but they're saying, you know what? I don't need two more strings on this bass. I'm going to take away two. Of them. I don't need six strings on this guitar.
3: Right. They are the epitome of less is more. <laughs>
2: yeah, really. Um. So, like I said, dude, they were just playing shows all the time in the early days. And um, this... This album dude, it reached number one in uh billboard's modern rock tracks chart for ninety five and they were nominated for Grammys in both ninety six and ninety seven and there was lump specifically that got on that reached number one uh they got a lot of love from m t v as well they had a few music videos that was on heavy rotation on m t v back in the day, so like you said, man like there was just a hole that needed to be filled. For, you know, just lighthearted, fun stuff amidst all these plaid t-shirt wearing grunge boys, you know? Yeah. All right, let's play another one, dude. So, we're all familiar with Bull Weevil, right? Oh, yeah. Classic, dude. This was not a single. Um. Also, I'm just super excited at the thought of people hearing presidents for the first time through us, dude. It's possible.
3: If you're a younger... Uh, listener, I think it's very possible that you may not have any clue who presidents of the United States of America are.
2: It makes me really happy to think that we're the ones dropping them on you for the first time, because this is just one of those bands that, I mean, they're, they're just the best, dude. Nothing but love for this these guys, and I'm just so stoked to be sharing this planet with these dudes. All right, let's play some Bowl Weevil. Here we go.
0: Tell you about a friend of mine. This next boy we will check him out. I spends all day on his big butt, and he don't Why don't you get out of your home? I'm comfortable here. I don't want to move, We don't want to leave. I said, Oh, we will get right out of your home. <laughs> Goodbye, i got to stay up, move some on the day. Bye bye, got to go to sleep and let the two shine. Let the two shine. Let the two shine. Let the two shine.
2: So just so much
3: cool in that song, dude.
2: I was feeling some uh some ska a little bit. Yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah. There's a lot. Like you said, there's a lot going on in that.
2: He sings a lot about animals and insects. Like that's just kind of where his head goes to. Ball weevils a beetle, and he's trying to coax him out of his uh his little home there.
3: Yeah. So, you know, I, I think, and we may not play the song, but but the song "Kitty" on this record.
2: That's a single. I think we. Itself
3: it's a single really yeah that's really funny that that's a single so like you know what it almost seems like he's literally just sitting in his living room observing his cat and writing lyrics about what what he's observing so like there's
2: a kitty on my foot and i want to touch it
3: exactly <laughs> kitty on my foot and i want to touch it yeah i mean it's like a stream of thought kind of thing
2: well that's a thing that he he would do apparently he had this little tape recorder that he would just kind of spew these weird thoughts into and then just kind of go back to and work on um and he said he he would have you he would just fill entire you know sides of of cassettes with just weird ideas but
3: I mean, that's the thing there's no there's no uh rules here you know for for a contender on on a president on a president's record you know
2: <laughs> dude do we need to start crediting your cats for their appearances? I feel like they need to get in the credits, at least.
3: Yeah, one of them just knocked over a lamp, but it's not a big deal.
2: Is that kitty on your foot? It is... Nope. Okay.
3: <laughs> this kitty is on my desk, and these cats are going to cat-cue, you know? And we just got to let him... Cats it, are going to cat. We got to let him cat. Totally. So... um,
2: Let's play another song, dude. I mean, I don't have much else to say about these dudes.
3: What's more, what else is there to say, you? <laughs> but no, I, that's hilarious that Kitty was a single. I didn't. What were the singles yeah. anyway? So was it? It was Lump, Peaches, Kitty, and Dune Buggy. Dune Buggy. Okay, I,
2: I love Dune Buggy. Dune dude. Buggy is fun. Yeah, they're all fun, man. It's all, it's a dude. It's a blast.
3: Let's just put it that dude. Lump starts out like the the, the way that Lump just charges into that song. It's one of the best. Like. Intros of any, any Iconic, song. From, Iconic. Any rock song from that area. Yeah. It's just great, man. Yeah,
2: dude. All right. So I only had one more song in mind to play. Uh, we're going to jump down to track 10 here. The song's called Body.
0: Little salamander Where did you go? The edge of the yard I found you, you know All brown and hard I can't get your body Out of my mind I can't get your body I can't get your body Out of my mind I can't get your body
3: Talk about, like, stream of thought.
2: Yeah, dude. That's his whole but, thing, man.
3: Like, is he, are we supposed to believe that he ate the salamander? Is that what he said? Well, he says it's, it's going smooth. Smooth through my body? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, man. Again, man, goofiest lyrics. Ever. Yeah. And that's, that's, like, when you go into this record and hit play, like, you're, you know what you're in for, you know what I mean? Or at least, you know, if you're a fan of this. Of this record and this band, like that's what you sign up for, you know what I mean. When you hit play, you're like, "Let's just have fun," you know. Especially when the first song is fucking Kitty, like they're they're telling you, "Hey, here's what you're in for," you know what I mean. You're either in or you're out, you know. Should we?
2: Let's just play some Kitty.
3: Okay. I don't have any other songs
2: it. to. Let's just play some Kitty.
0: Kitty, won't you come inside? Kitty and my foot and I wanna touch kitty and my foot and I wanna touch it, kitty and my foot and I wanna touch kitty and my foot and I wanna touch kitty and
4: my and kitty
3: It's just catchy as hell, man.
2: Dude, yeah. I I feel like this is the perfect snapshot of what it was like to grow up in the 90s. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like everyone says that about the the era that they grew up in, but it was some carefree times, man. And we were the perfect age for this. We were, what, eight when this came out?
3: Yeah. Man, I was, you know, nostalgia for our generation is like super accessible and we, like we you can dial up sure. old commercials on YouTube. I mean that's true for a lot, for for going back decades, but I mean, I'm just saying like I think we've talked about this before on the show. If not, you and I talk about it all the time. How like our generation, we were born in the late 80s. Uh, you know, we were literally our age group specifically, the last uh generation to grow up and have a childhood without the internet
2: yeah i mean we were pretty young when we got our first like quote unquote home pc and we you know it was dial up aol online right
3: i mean we were in aol chat rooms and stuff like that and yeah aim and all that stuff but like it was the infancy of the internet there was no tiktok or instagram so we didn't have to we weren't bogged down by all that stuff
2: we lucked out in that dude
3: yeah we really did but I, I feel like all of this stuff kind of plays into that. Like, if you go back and watch like toy commercials from our generation, they were so wacky, man. Especially like, um,
2: dude, the '90s were weird, man.
3: Yeah, but it was fun, man. Nickelodeon kind of played into that spirit of just like really wacky uh, advertisements. And um, did you watch that documentary about Nickelodeon that I sent you guys? No, no, no. I need If to watch you're that. out there, you got to pull this up. If you're from our generation, especially, you'll relate. Uh, there's a documentary called the orange years about nickelodeon that kind of talks about all this but yeah it's just something about the 90s uh you know and we've 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 said it before that like it might have been the last decade of of a a really a a creative new direction in rock you know i mean it seems like everything else after that has been recycling stuff from the 80s stuff from the 90s now see that's what i'm saying like Bands like Narrowhead, are recycling '90s, right? But I'm just saying, like, grunge was the last. Seems like it was the last creative, uh, like, branch, uh, new branch of the of rock and roll or whatever. Because what else? What what else is there now?
2: Yeah, no, that's a good point, dude. And to spin it back to presidents here, like, I think what's so great about them, like, I like I said, we were seven or eight when this came out. Super uh, accessible to us
3: yeah and as and, kids
2: yeah. but good point but then on top of that everyone was listening to presidents dude number but one to your point hit about,
3: that's actually a really good point though for our age and we listened to this when we were probably around that age because spencer had this record like this was in a, a very accessible um rock album and it was like a freaking um like a like a man i had the word in my head just a second ago it's it's like a um a starter i guess a um A segue into grunge and stuff like that. A segue into rock music. Into rock, yeah. Because, you know, like you said, it's really accessible. I mean, there's some sexual
2: innuendos. Right, but we didn't know that. But yeah. Um, So, I I saved this juicy tidbit for the end, dude. Because you're going to be just as stoked when you hear this. For the last decade or so, Chris Ballou has been releasing music under the name Casper Baby Pants and he writes kids music. Dude, that's a perfect segue from what we just talked about. Well, and and isn't that like the best like of course he writes kids music now. Yeah. He's always written kids music. Right. Um but yeah, the story goes that he his now wife um you know when he was dating her or whatever, I don't know how when this was, but uh he was always fond of this um uh, These crafts that she did, um, these kind of like paper, paper crafts. Let me pull up uh, his discography, dude. I'll show you all of his album art is art that his wife makes. And the story goes that he looked at her art and said, I want to make music that looks like that. And look at this stuff, dude. This is her art. Oh, wow. Yeah. So her, her art is his album art. Yep. Okay. And, I mean, it's just a perfect marriage, dude. Of like imagery and and the way that, yeah, his his music, it's just perfect, dude. Right. Uh, so that's what he does, man. His name he goes by Casper Baby Pants. So I mentioned earlier that I was gonna circle back to that name, Casper. Um, that was a nickname that that he had, but the baby pants part actually came from, uh, so he was living in Boston. Uh, for, a, for a brief moment in the early 90s when he was in that group, uh, super group. And he they were living poor, living dirt cheap. And he went to a food co-op and upstairs they had this free clothing store that he found this like really pretty like hand knitted pair of baby pants in this box of free clothing. And it fit nice and snug on his head so he wore it like a hat and the kids in the neighborhood that he was living in in boston would call him baby pants (laughs) so he stuck with the name casper baby pants and that's his name now for for the kids music that he writes it's amazing
3: and he puts on shows for kids dude like so what i want to know is how similar is casper baby pants to the stuff he was doing for president of the United States.
2: Well, let, let's play one now. So I'm going to fade us out with uh, a clip from one of his live shows that he did on KEXP. It's great because the room is filled with kids, so they brought a bunch of kids into the KEXP studio for this show. But I'm just going to pick a random one, dude. Let's let's have some fun here. So let's do let's do one from from his first. So he, this one's called "Here I Am." His first kids record as Casper Baby Pants came out in 2009.
3: Uh, Trev, which one do you want to play you pick one if i'm going off of song title alone uh let's just go with baby bear baby bear All I mean, do. here we go this is a gamble we don't know how this is i bet you it's gonna sound like presidents here we go <laughs>
0: found her in the woods She came into my life And she made me feel good If I had a million kisses to spare I'd give them all to my baby bear Her name is Baby Baby Bear I love her too much to say Every sunny morning is Valentine's Day If I had a sea of sparkles to spare I'd give them all to my baby bear her name is Baby Baby Bear. She is a creature I found. Her wild bear eyes are wide, cute, and round.
2: If I, had endless
3: days. I fucking love it, dude. It's the best thing that that I could ever have heard in my whole life.
2: What an awesome ending for this guy! Of course,
3: yeah, of course it, he writes it, kids' music. It couldn't have ended any other way, you know. And hopefully, he circled. You know, that you said that they still make.
2: They they still tour together sometimes.
3: Okay. I I yeah. don't know if they're still writing stuff. Let's. But let's that's fucking it. great, man. He's like freaking. Uh, he's like uh, Andy Dwyer, uh, whoa, Johnny Karate. <laughs> Johnny Karate, yeah. Or Freddy exact- Spaghetti.
2: Dude, it's exactly that. Holy shit, man. Maybe yeah. that's what the character arc was based off of. Cause
3: you think about it, he was in Mouse Rat, and he then was he in did. Mouse Rat. This is this is Parks and Rec. Uh, Parks and Rec reference. We're nerding out a little bit
2: here. Yeah, we're we're big fans of that show. Uh yeah dude you're right. That's exactly what it is man. But yeah dude I read that and I was just like well duh. Like I'm good. I'm glad he is doing that. It's it's great. Uh so that's all I got man. That's our quick and dirty look at the presidents of the United States of America. Nothing but love for this band dude. Again like I'm just so glad that we got to hear this record when it first came out at the perfect age.
3: Just the stars were aligning, man, for us, us late '80s kids. Yeah, and it was, um, it's just one of those classic records. You know, I've never listened to anything else that they put out. Uh, admittedly, I, it's almost like I don't, I don't need anything else.
2: I'm, I'm right there with you, dude. Why would I?
3: Which is silly because there could be some really great stuff out there. But I feel like, kind of like what he was saying, like this album came out at the exact time that it needed to come out. Yeah, I feel like. The band itself, the music, if it had came out later, which their later records obviously did, probably wouldn't have seen the success that this record did. Yeah. So,
2: no, it, it was a perfect timing with, with where MTV was at in the zeitgeist of everything. Uh, repping the music videos left and right with the top 10, whatever this and that MTV was doing back then. They got all that love from MTV. and Yeah. So, yeah, dude, that's what I got. I think this is a, it's a good way to kickstart our brief stints. Uh, we're going to hang out in the 90s for a little bit. Let's not do any actual, like, legit grunge. Let's do different stuff.
3: Well, what I was thinking, and I guess that, you know, I don't know if, uh, if these guys are considered grunge or not. But since we talked about them, and I think we've actually discussed talking about this record, but we should do Toadies. We should talk about Toadies, and we should talk about Rubberneck.
2: I think that's perfect, dude.
3: And that's a good that's a good album to do after this.
2: And there's a toad on the cover of the President's Self Titled.
3: Perfect. I mean, some of the songs on this record, like Backslider and uh Tyler, like these songs are so iconic, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. There's a lot of other great tracks on here. So yeah, let's do rubberneck next week.
2: And that came out uh ninety four, so dude, the right around the exact same time. Yeah. Well, right right around the time of, of President Self Titled, man. It's just yeah, it is so many good tunage. Fucking so love it. Coming out around that time, dude. Let's do it. All right. Awesome. Well, that's that, friend. Yeah, I was going to I was going to fade out with with another Casper baby pants, but I didn't know we were going to play one during. So, let's fade out with uh Peaches, the last the one of the the last big ones that we didn't play. Let's do. <laughs> so, real quick, I want to tell you that just the story behind Peaches is pretty funny. Uh I don't remember exactly the whole story, but Apparently, it's based on this girl that he had a crush on. Um, I don't know when. Maybe he was a kid. But her front yard had a peach tree in it. And he apparently was, like, trying to build up the courage to go, like, knock on the door and, and, you know, talk to her. And he was just holding these peaches in his hand and just, like, squeezing them, (laughs) like, just trying to build up courage. And he, he, he... chickened out but he was just holding these peaches and like squeezing them that's really funny but i don't know but then he and then he wrote a song about it
3: peaches could be a casper baby pants song you know easily that's the thing man
2: like so many of these songs
3: the lines are blurred yeah we don't yeah. know where presidents ends and casper baby pants begins
2: no we really don't and we don't need to know i mean yeah dude he could have he mean he could have pulled a song from from his old cassette tapes for casper and just you know
3: dusted it off
2: took out some of the some of the innuendos and there you go
3: just like johnny karate sex hair (laughs) remember i got
2: sex bears big old sex bears
3: (laughs) (laughs) but that's not what was the uh what was the ultimate the version that he ended up with for the kids that sounds exactly like how chris blue probably approaches his music he writes a song then he has to decide is this for presidents or is it for casper baby pants is this for blink 182 or is this for boxcar racer <laughs> yeah is it, if it's for casper let me change some of the words here boom all right let's let's hear it and yeah so for um for all you listeners out there you can find us on twitter at no Filler podcast uh tell us what you like didn't like just tell us something you know we, we <laughs> anything we do ever hear from you apparently there are people that listen to this show so we'd like to hear from you why don't you uh that's what i keep hearing dude yeah why don't you tweet at us tell us um give us ideas what else do you want to hear us talk about uh there's no place we won't go um that's not true there's plenty of records and and, and genres that we probably wouldn't want to cover but you know try us
2: uh, i don't think we're ever gonna play imagine dragons on here just throwing that out right
3: there. right exactly
2: no no imagine dragons on no
3: filler no imagine dragons sorry to. no 21 fans. pilots
2: no no none of that
3: um but, but you know, other stuff maybe. Yeah. No country. Unless we have Mitchell on. Mitchell. Mitchell is the only person that we'll have on the show uh who, who we'll talk to about country music because I trust him. Yeah. But yeah, find us on Twitter at No Filler Podcast. Uh you can also, also find us. Go ahead.
2: I just wanted to say, man, I we never do this, but if you like No Filler, hop on to Apple and give us a rating on iTunes. Mm. Give us five stars. We need we need more visibility. I want to share this with more people, and apparently, best way to do that is to reach the high stardom in the Apple reviews. Five stars is what's going to do it for you.
3: You know, we never ask you for anything. You know, it's yeah, we really don't. A little simple, five stars in a review. It could go a long way. We would appreciate it. Uh, just don't give us a one star. You know, if you hate us, fine.
2: Just keep that to yourself.
3: You know, (laughs) you can tweet it at us if you want. Just don't tank our Apple rating, you know?
2: We're sitting at a 4.8 right now, dude. I look Boom.
3: 4.8. 4.8. That's better than um, my grade point average in high school. If that, however that equates, you know.
2: Yeah, no, me too, for sure.
3: I was a straight... Straight C's, baby. Nah. Not not straight, but... You
2: had some B's sprinkled in there.
3: Probably a couple B's, um, but uh, anyway. All right. Find us also... You can. That was like a Yoda way of saying that. <laughs> um, on the Pantheon Podcast Network, that's uh, pantheonpodcasts.com. That is the home of many a great music podcast. It's the podcast network for music lovers, Q. So... Um, chances are, if you like this show, you'll find plenty of other great content on the Pantheon Podcast Network. So again, that's PantheonPodcast.com. And we'd also like to thank AKG by Harmon for sponsoring the network and the show. And that's that. Next week, we'll talk about the Toadies 1994 record Rubberneck. That's going to be good times, man. We're just going to keep this 90s train going. And I feel like we could stay on this Stay on this train for a long, long time, Q.
2: Oh, hell yeah, man.
3: But we'll mix it up eventually. All right. That's that. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. Talk to you all next week.
0: Move into the country. I'm going to eat a lot of peaches. I move into the country I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches I'm move into the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I move into the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. eat a lot of peaches moving to the country i'm going to eat a lot of peaches